Brother Ben here. Brother Ben. Now, Ben got a heck of a program. A lot of people listening to Brother Ben. And Ben tells them about the minister. And Ben tells them about the minister. All right, all right. So welcome to this morning's Power Call. This morning we are dealing with fear, faith, and truth. Yesterday, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan spoke on fear. So if you have not listened to part one yesterday, please go back and listen to it. You can listen to it either on YouTube or you can listen to it on all podcast platforms. That's Apple Music, Spotify, etc. If you just want to tune in and just listen to it for yourself, that was a powerful beginning uh, dealing with fear. And today uh, we should be finishing up. With this part two being that it is Friday. So we're not going to waste no more time. Let's go ahead and get right to it. So I probably should have said it in a better way. But it just bothers me that you got so little and the world is here. The white man can't stop you from the breast of the universe. He's on it himself and trying to beat everybody back from it. He's the biggest sucker in the world. He's sucking from everything. And angry because somebody trying to show you how to wrap your lips or your mind around what God has created for you that you will never be without in your life. You don't have to live without, but you can't live without faith. Some of these sisters all upset because there ain't no man in their life. <laughs> and God haven't stopped making men. Some of the brothers upset because they can't hold a woman. I understand, brother. So the sister's upset so she's going to eat all day, all night. and just sit there till she needs two chairs. <laughs> Don't nobody love me. It's all over. Yeah, it's over. It's over cause you said it's over. Not cause God said it was over. How dare you think that because you don't have a man, there ain't none out there. You don't have to be turning up the tombstone to try and find one.
I'm going to go down 47th Street. Maybe there's one down there. If not, I'll try 63rd and cut it. I'll go to the local bar. Maybe there's one there. No, no, no. You go to God. He is the provider. And if you put your trust in God and stop trying to be what you can never be, you got to be a temptress to get a man. Hell, well, if you get him, you're going to lose him. Because hell, that stuff can't keep him forever. So why rely on that? That's not permanent, woman. And you let the white man make a fool out of you, make you think your body and sexual pleasure can keep a man. And make a fool out of you so you think being a damn gorilla will keep a woman. Hell no. Ain't none of that gonna work, brother. If just being a strong physical specimen, brothers, will keep a woman, why are the greatest physical specimens in the world divorcing? Why are the women saying, I'm sick of that so-and-so? He got big muscles. He can talk about it all night long. But all night wrong. No, man. No, woman. You got to come to God. He is the supplier of all needs. And your problem is you're running from a real surrender to God. You talk God, but you won't surrender. You talk God, but you won't bow down. You talk God, but you're afraid of man and afraid of your job and afraid of your life. Faith, man, you can remove a mountain with faith. Oh boy, I have a son who's battling drugs. I don't know how to tell him because I've never been that. If you've never been on crack, you don't know what that's all about. It takes somebody who knows what that's all about to help somebody that's in that. I don't know that life. I never lived that life. But I just, when he came to me, I said, son, I don't know what to tell you. Let me get something and put it in your hand. I went and got the mustard seed. I said, hold your hand out, man. And I dropped the mustard seed in his hand and I closed up the mustard seeds. And I said, look at that. I said, now I know drugs is a mountain in your life, son, but it ain't insurmountable. You can conquer anything. If you have faith and trust in God. Now, brothers, brothers, this is not, this is not gobbledygook kind of teaching. See, I live this. I don't talk God. I live this every day of my life, man. You all wonder why I ain't dead. Because Negroes scared to think like I talk. You know, you say, why ain't he dead? 
they got power why ain't Farrakhan dead because they can't kill me unless it pleases God I get in my car I drive by myself sometimes you may see me out there by myself I don't have no security I got security 24 7 man I don't have no gun up under my seat. Somebody threatened me, I gotta reach under, go in my trunk. Hell no, what I got is here and here. And I carry an atmosphere that you have to be something else to penetrate. I'd like to teach you about that sometime, brother. Everybody carries an atmosphere. You from the earth. The earth has an atmosphere. So do you. Oh, you didn't hear me. The earth's atmosphere is its protection. Falling bodies coming into the earth's atmosphere catch on fire because the atmosphere of the earth is fire. You can't see it. Just fall in it. So it is with a righteous person, they carry the atmosphere of the earth. If you're wicked, you deprive yourself of the atmosphere that comes around a person of righteousness. It comes from within you. You create it because of your goodness. I was driving one night out here on my way to Michigan, it was late, and I was searching around in my pocket for the toll that you go over on the Skyway, and I was going through the park out here, and uh, there was a light, and I put my foot on the brake, and while I was searching around in my pocket for the toll, I evidently took my foot up off the brake just a bit and I bumped into the car of the man in front of me. He got out the car, he was steaming. And he, he just wanted to cuss somebody, you know. But my atmosphere, I mean I looked at his car first and I saw there wasn't nothing there. I looked at mine and one of the lights was damaged. I said, brother, I am very, very sorry. I should have been paying more attention. And he looked at me and he calmed right down. I said, do you know who I am? He said, no, I don't, I don't know who he is. It's like that, that, that Godfather movie. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So I reached in my pocket and I had a hundred dollar bill and I said, here brother, if there's anything to your car, just fix it. Take care, brother. 
got in my car and drove off. I'm sure he found out later, because the police drove up. Black policeman, he looked over, he knew who it was. He said, everything all right? I said, well, everything's fine, officer, how are you? And they saw the way the officer was treating me. I drove off, you know. The point I'm making is, faith and trying to be right creates a beautiful atmosphere. And since you are the righteous by nature, brothers, sisters, you are good people. You're not bad. You just do bad. But you are not bad people. And when you are confronted with who you are, which is the righteous, something in you just says, well, yeah. Like when the brothers, the dope busters went in, the brothers were selling drugs, and the brothers could have shot up our brothers. We don't have no guns. But one thing that our brothers respect, we didn't go in there threatening them. What you gonna threaten them with? Them brothers got all kind of weapons, but the thing that they respect is when you are trying to live what you say you believe. These brothers out here do not respect hypocrites. So don't say you're a Muslim and that you're trying to be right and doing wrong. You won't win the respect of the people. But if they see you sincerely trying to be right, the hardest brother out there will love you and respect you. And I'm going back to what happened in New York. Every day, my son and others who are in New York can tell you, I would leave my office at a certain time and I would walk among the people. I'd just take a walk. And there were the brothers on the corner filled with heroin. I never would walk by them without sitting, talking with them. They would say, oh, Farrakhan. And they would take their hand and wipe their hand on their clothes because they felt that their hand was dirty and mine was clean. So I shook their hands. They run up, their hands swollen with a baby in their arms and just ask me if I would just bless their baby. This is Harlem, man. And we were the only store or place in Harlem that had no gates on our glass and nobody would break our glass. Our people love you if you are right and trying to be right because no matter how bad you are in your actions you really are the righteous and your real power is in trying to be right brothers sisters that's your power you don't have to be afraid to be right you should be terrified of being wrong now let me let me move on on faith and I mean that's a subject that I hope the minister will take for a week we'll just deal with fear 
in a week we deal with faith because brothers everything that God has blessed us to accomplish it was really done by faith do you think I like challenging Jewish people do, do you think I get pleasure out of that don't you think that I feel bad picking up the newspaper reading every day somebody attacking me I could acquiesce like others but I know you're not gonna be free if we don't challenge those who control our lives and in my judgment Jewish people have too much control over the life of black people and you <clears throat> you have no control over their lives none and you're not seeking it I'm not anti-semitic I'm not hateful of people who have faith in the God of Israel I love those people who put their trust in the God of Israel and the scriptures of the Torah but, but look brothers I see all our leaders just punked out I'm sorry I'm sorry all our great ones that we admire they'll fight for us up to a point but when it comes to the point of liberation from their control they shrink and you know it see if I'm sincere for your liberation I have to go after those things that keep you bound because you're afraid to challenge them. Well, I can't be that. I just, I, I can't be that. I cannot say, well, all right, now I'll just shut up. Life ain't going to be easy for me if I get quiet. Because of all the things that I've already said, if I said tomorrow, I lied. I didn't mean it. You think they're going to ease up on me? Because if I said it and believed it, even if I said I didn't believe it anymore, they're not going to let me go. I got to hold to what I know is right. And whether you are with me or not, See, my faith is in God, man. He will see me through. I can't be like my brothers who lay down at their feet and beg them for mercy. I love my children. I love my wife. But if they say they captured my children and my wife and say, well, Farrakhan, if you don't stop, I'll have to kill them. 
I said, well, you got to do what you got to do. I love my grandchildren, but I don't love you more than I love God. In your life and my life, we said it. Our prayer, our sacrifice, our life and our death is all for Allah. So if they say they're going to kill you, they're not going to punk me. Because when they say they're going to kill you, now you tell them. Since I taught you all your life, now you stand up and tell them, well, if it's all right with Allah, it's all right with me. In this world, you can't love nothing or no one more than God. You can't even love your own life more than God. Sometime I ask myself, what could they offer me to turn me around? I don't know. I don't know nothing I want that I can't get. You didn't hear me. If I wanted to be president, I could get it. Now you say, oh, that nigga done went crazy. See, that's cause it's impossible to you. Ain't nothing impossible. Nothing. If it's in harmony with God's will, it's possible. And if he made Joseph ruler in the land where he was sold as a slave yesterday, then I don't have to live in yesterday, I'm in today. And what he did yesterday, he hadn't lost no juice to do it again today. But it's faithlessness. I don't want to be president. I don't want that. But if I did, I could get it. Not only would you back me. See, if God backed me, you gonna back me. And if you don't back me, it ain't going to make no difference because you can't hinder what God wants to bring about. I'm only trying to throw something out there that you might think is impossible. The most impossible thing, brother, is the resurrection of the dead. And I want you to go out to the cemetery with all that you know. And hang around near any tombstone of anybody you love and call them out of there. And you'll be there. And they'll put you in where you calling them from before you get them to come up out of there. Well, that's how bad your mental, moral, and spiritual condition is because the prophets compared our condition to raising dead people to life.
and I see my father said uh, there was a judge that Elijah Muhammad went before and the judge said to him making Muslims out of these black people is like putting pants on an elephant and this is back in the 40s and the messenger looked at the judge and said I got one pant leg on already Before the Honorable Elijah Muhammad left, I happened to be flipping a magazine and there was a picture of an elephant with pants on. Now I'm putting his shirt and tie on. You're going to be ready, brother. Nothing impossible. So when you leave here today, my dear brothers and sisters, whatever you want in life that is a righteous desire, you believe and trust in God and then work to bring it about and it will be so. Whatever mountain is in your life that you think can't be moved, you put your faith in God and that mountain will be removed. Challenge what you are afraid of until you lose your fear. I don't like being in close places. I, I get claustrophobic, if you will. And if you want to fight out of me, you put me in a close place, you know. Till one day, till one day, I went among the Native Americans. And I told the Native American I wanted on Savior's Day to say a Native American prayer. They said, tell Farrakhan if he wants a prayer, he'd have to come in the Anipi first. And the Anipi is a sweat lodge. Lord have mercy. <laughs> and and I, 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 I tell you, brother and sister, that was some experience. Because to get in, you gotta crawl in it because the door to it is, you know, like you, it's about the size of your back, maybe about 30 some inches. You just gotta crawl in, you can't walk in. And it's canvas over wood made like a womb. And in the center is a hole and the fireman is outside heating rocks till they are red. Then they put the rocks in the hole and they drop some cedar on the rocks and the cedar gives off this, like a smoke, but it's like a, a scent. You in there with your Native American brothers or whoever going in and you all around this hole and it's close, it's close. And when that man said, pull the flap down, you couldn't see nothing. And then they poured water on them rocks and immediately you bust out with sweat. Man. 
At first, I wanted to bust up out of there. But I was afraid I was going to step on them hot rocks. So fear kept me in place. Still, faith took over. And I stayed in there for one hour and a half praying with our Native American brothers and sisters. And I challenged my fear. And I overcame that fear. And now the last thing I will mention and then we can go home is truth. Now all these words are whole subjects and of course we don't have time to treat the whole subject but I want you to think about truth. Allah says in the Quran that he created the heavens and the earth with truth. You are a creation of truth. If God built all of this and sustains it with truth, how can you sustain your life living a lie? See, sisters, when you come out, you know, you want to look beautiful. So you spend time in the mirror. Brothers, we do the same. We make sure our hair looks right. We smell right. We dress right. And we come out to meet the people. Because you're concerned about how you appear. But appearance is not what you are. What you are is on the inside of what you appear. Now look, brothers, sisters, the thing that I see going on, I'm speaking now to us as Muslims and to you as Christians or whatever your faith is, some of us can learn the wisdom and we can articulate the wisdom and you find brothers out here and sisters too who can rap truth you know it but let me tell you something i don't care how much we know to sustain knowledge, you have to have the right foundation. And the right foundation for the sustenance of life and knowledge starts with truth. All of us lie too much. And then listen to me. Because a liar is already a thief. 
because if I tell you a lie I'm robbing you of the truth if you believe my lie and act on a lie then I'm murdering the spirit so a liar is a thief and a liar is a murderer and no liar no thief no murderer can find a way in the kingdom of God I want you to hear me now I want you to hear me my mother may God rest her soul she beat me more for lies than for anything that I ever did and I learned that when I lied why did I lie I lied to cover something I did that was wrong because in lying and doing wrong I made myself insecure so when my mother who had power over my backside and its comfort questioned me on the thing that was wrong I lied to protect my backside but when the truth was known I got it worse she would beat me for the thing I did and then she said now this part is for the lie and that looked like it would never stop she beat me till she got tired and the woman had endurance now look man after a while I realized this lying stuff it don't pay <laughs> and it looked like our mouths are bent in a lie ain't no yaku present your children don't know nothing about no yaku but you ask your child, did you do, oh no daddy, he did it, she did it. What happened? You lying. Children don't have to learn to lie. Lying is natural. When you're doing it to protect yourself from a consequence that you don't want. Now, I find that we got a lot of people that can speak well but they don't have no character and if you're knocked out by good words you'll always be knocked out because there's people that can give you good words all day long but integrity they don't have character they don't have and a liar cannot have character now listen to me now brothers and sisters many of us you see the minister you see he drives a nice car 
and he lives in the home of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad called the palace. And you say, well, man, you know, maybe if I could talk like that, I could have, see, it's your motive. I could have what he got. Stop. Stop. You seek material things. Talking to ministers, laborers, believers. You like material things. Nothing wrong with that. You like prestige, power, influence. Nothing wrong with that. But that should not be your priority. What is the priority? Look. Seek ye first. What? The kingdom of God and and what? See, you didn't hear that. I want you to say that again and think about what you're saying. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all its righteousness and all things will be added unto you. Now the problem is we all have the cart before the horse and you wonder why even when you get things you never find any joy because joy was never meant to come with things check it out brother some of the saddest people in America today are the ones with money go and ask Rodman Dennis, are you really happy? The man is a monster on that court. He's great. Ask Jordan, Michael, are you happy? You would think so. You come out of the Henry Horner homes or, or the project. You say, I know this cat, man. He got to be happy. He got to be happy. Man made forty million dollars last year. He, he got to be happy. I know he's happy. You didn't ask him. How come all these people you look up to? Ask our Kelly. Our R. Are you happy? R. You got all the folks screaming, but are you happy? And I'll give you the answer. He ain't happy. Who you admire? Ask them. You happy? They got money. 
They got creature comforts. They got diamonds and gold hanging all off of them. And you would think, oh man, look at that. Whoa, did you see that? Look at all that gold. That boy wished he could trade that gold for just a few moments of peace. Because their priorities are all messed up. I thank God that he didn't allow me fame as a young man. I thank God that he didn't allow me greatness even as a young minister. I thank God that he did not allow me to come into the leadership of the nation of Islam after the Honorable Elijah Muhammad left. Because if I had, we would have lost it all anyway. Because there was something that I needed that only the fall of the nation could have provided. I want you to hear me now. See, all of you that have parents that give you, you end up with nothing because you don't know how to get and you don't appreciate your parents who got to make it easier for you to get. We're still dealing with truth now. I'm finished right after this. Beloved brothers and sisters, when you place your hope, your life in things, then you miss the real value of what life is. Brothers, God created sex. He created it. It's a wonderful thing. It's pleasurable. But all things that give you pleasure are not necessarily good for you. Because brothers, the female is given by God not as an instrument just of pleasure, but she will control you through your need for pleasure <laughs> and to take that away from you and you start acting like a little punk then she becomes a god and you become a slave and then she don't respect you 
and no more. A man who is of God and a woman who is of God will never try to control a man through pleasure. And a man of God will never allow himself to be controlled through pleasure. I'm saying something and I, I hope you hear me. See, the lust for pleasure that allows you to go clubbing or drinking or doping or sexing, after a while, that stuff don't mean anything to you no more because it wasn't created to give you what only God and serving God can give brothers so seeking of pleasure that's wonderful but it has its place seeking material things that's wonderful but it has its place seeking power prestige and influence that's wonderful but it has its place now many of you that are in positions of power and authority that is only sustained on the basis of good character yes, and my problem with those in leadership is we do everything to appeal to people on the basis of being articulate but we do very little to please God in the building of righteous character. Now I'm going to close now with the kingdom of God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Now there are many kings that have kingdoms. And if you seek or see Michael Jordan, Michael is a ruler, man. And he's a God. A God. Not the God. He's a God. But he's darn near the God of basketball. I mean, he, that's his gift. And he's a king over a world. Yeah. He made the basketball world rise, didn't he? Yes, when you get in his world, you got to do what? Make obeisance. <laughs> here come Michael, here come Michael. And you bow. When you meet Marcellus, winter, trumpet player. He's God in that now. He's super bad. And when you come into his world, you bow. When you go downtown seeking a job, 
the CEO of the company, you know what I mean? He walks around, everybody, good morning, Mr. Jones, good morning, good morning, how are you, good morning. And if he chooses to say good morning back, he will, if not. As they were. But as a Muslim, we say, Allah, thou art not a king, the king. Big difference. Oh Allah, thou art the king. There is no God but thee. I recognize no force, no power in this world that has greater power over me than you. Thou art my Lord. You are my nourisher, my sustainer, the evolver of me toward perfection. There is no other. And I am your servant. Those are the words of a Muslim said in our prayers. Now, if God is the king, what is D-O-M? See the dome. See that dome? That's a beautiful dome. Look at it. Look up at it. Isn't it beautiful? That's the highest part of this structure is the dome. What's the highest part of your structure? Would you mind pointing to the highest part of your structure? And don't you point to your foot. <laughs> this is your dome. What king is sitting up in your dome? Boy, now that's a heavy question. Who is the ruler in your house? Of your house? Oh, doctor. See? Now, if you ruled by hunger, if you ruled by sex, if you ruled by desire, then all of those rulers are challenging the king. The king. But if the king, God, Allah, is on the throne in your dome, then you are running this structure or he's running it in you. And the kingdom of God is a government under the rules and laws of God. Now, if God is running this house, then this house must be subordinated to the rules and laws of the God and the King who governs, who sits on the throne in my dome. Seek ye first the King and the King in the dome, and he must be the God 
and he gives you rules of life regulations that govern your behavior and if you seek that first then the other things when they come and they will come they will never corrupt you now the kingdom of God is built on truth and what bothers me about us we just lie 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 and it is no reason for it when I think about lying I say to myself who is anybody that I should lie to them I mean if there was something that I failed to do and you asked me did you do it I have to tell you no brother I'm sorry you may be disappointed in me it's better that you be disappointed than me be disappointed in myself for lying because I spend my life trying to build character and one lie starts eating at the foundation of character because all character is built on truth honesty integrity and that's what too few of us have your word don't mean nothing you claim to be a Muslim but you have no word just like lying and I'm not talking about common people I'm talking about people who run show yes, sir. I got a liar running the show what I got yes, sir. I got what Yacoub had yes, he made all his laborers liars and a liar in the top cannot produce truthful people I'm challenging us today stop living lies bow tie don't make you no Muslim long white dress don't make you a Muslim you can cover your head cover your foot till the garment is just dragging the ground that don't make you holy if you a liar under that white dress, you just a damn liar under that dress. If you a liar under that bow tie or that fine uniform, a liar is a liar. The uniform can't make you a Muslim. A Muslim is made from the inside out, not no bald head or no shiny face. can't trust me if I lie to you I destroy trust with a lie if I forget or make a mistake call me on it so I can correct it but if I just willfully lie and know I'm lying 
then I need to step down out of these positions because a liar should never be in authority because a liar has already become a thief and a murderer so all you can do is produce a Yakub civilization is there to lie to if God already the all-seeing the all-knowing knows the truth so I, I respect the fact that that God man I got to have good character whether you want it or not that's on you but I'm talking about me I gotta live with me and in order to live with me I gotta develop character and all character is built on truth and every time you lie it's like taking a sledgehammer knocking the foundation out from under your good every lie breaks you down every truth builds you up why do you lie because I'm insecure I'm afraid of consequences and therefore I lack faith in God so you see all three of those words are related and I leave you with these things to ponder. Try when you would tell a lie. Just think for a moment. And force yourself to speak the truth. And every time you speak the truth, you get stronger in the truth. Every time. But every time you lie and you know you're lying, you just weaken yourself because, see, the truth supports the universe. A lie supports nothing. Look, you can't fake this, you, you know. The brothers and sisters that are coming out of the closet you know and by that I mean that they were living a life that they were ashamed to make public so they say well you know I've been gay or I am a lesbian well that's telling the truth you may say isn't that awful the gays and the lesbians are having a parade but they telling some truth I'm this this is what I am this is what I like I don't care what you think but some of us are hiding a whole lot of crap you know and we won't even be truthful 
in our wrong so that our wrong can be corrected. If a person come up and say, well, I'm gay. Hey, well, you know what you're dealing with. Whoa. Well, <laughs> if you're not gay, then how do you bring a gay person to reflect on what pleases God? You have to teach them. You have to teach them what God is pleased with. Not from a condemning point of view because all of us stand condemned. We're all wrong in something. But if you're going to teach a person, then you have to leave it to them to make the change. But if you're lying to yourself every day, then you will never confront what's wrong with you. You got to stop lying. When I told members of the Jewish community that I wasn't condemning the religion of Judaism as such, he said, oh man, Farrakhan now copping out. I said, no, no, no. I don't fear you. I don't fear you. God knows the truth and there's nothing you can do to me unless God pleases. So if I tell you that I did not mean to insult the religion of Judaism, then accept that. Because I'm not a liar. That's wonderful, man, to be able to say, I'm not a liar. That don't mean that I've never told a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> but what I'm saying to you is every time you get ready to fix your mouth to tell it, shut up and get it straight. So wait a minute. Take that back. Take that back. <laughs> Say it right. Now if you fought three men and beat them all up and you're getting ready to tell your story, you fought three and one that's pretty big don't yeast it oh yeah man it was a number that no man could number <laughs> see now you've added to the truth and you've made the truth into a lie see a lot of us we like to exaggerate exaggeration ain't nothing but a lie If you did it and it was good, don't add to it. Because the moment you add to the truth, you take away from the truth. Stop lying. Stop lying. Stop lying. Stop lying. Because every time you lie, you undercut your ability to be what only truth can make you into. Now I think we've dealt with fear and I tell you the truth. 
I hope and I pray that God will make me fearless. Can God make you fearless? He said those who believe and are the doers of good to others, there is no fear for them, nor shall they grieve. I want to be fearless. I'm not fearless. I'm on my way to becoming that. I don't know what tomorrow will bring. The enemy may bring an army to my door. All right, Farrakhan, it's time. I heard Elijah Muhammad say they could bring 10,000 outside my door. I will not be afraid. Why won't you be afraid, Elijah? Because God is with me, and as long as God is with me, there is no army that can defeat me. But you got to know that God is with you. And he will prove to you that he is with you if you are with him and with truth. God will take little things and begin building your confidence in him. Yes, he will. And after a while, he'll keep on building your confidence until you just become so trusting in him that you don't think nothing, nobody can harm you except it pleases God. Because the arm of the Lord has been revealed to you. And brothers, I can tell you, it is a wonderful feeling to be able to know that you can put your trust in God. Now, I hold myself before you not a perfect human being, but I'm trying to be an example. I have a lot of critics, but as I said in some speech recently, you don't tell the weight of a man by his friends. You tell the weight of a, of a man by who his enemies are. And if the U.S. government is my enemy and it's the most powerful government on earth and the Jews see me as the enemy and they are certainly my enemy and they are the most powerful people on earth, then who am I that I have attracted the most powerful enemy to be my enemy? And if that is the beast and I am a little lamb and the beast can't eat the lamb then know that there is a power holding the beast's mouth from eating the little sheep so every day I get more and more bold if you listen to my recent speeches you hear me? Taking them on now. I'm not boasting in myself. 
because if I start that, I'm a loser all the way around. No, no, no. I boast in the power of the God that I worship. And he is the God. So, the Lord is my strength and he is my salvation. Of whom shall I be afraid? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom then shall I fear? Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil, for thou art with me. I refuse, I refuse, man, to let fear get me to give up my faith in God. I love this creation. I, I love life. I want to live, you know. Yes, sir. But death is sweet to me, rather than being a punk. I'd rather die a man than to live a punk. Because at least history will say he challenged the forces of evil. They overcame his flesh, but they could not break his spirit. That's why I've grown to love Martin Luther King Jr. along with the great Honorable Elijah Muhammad because the FBI got all these tapes of Martin Luther King in extramarital affairs and they told him if he didn't stop criticizing the war in Vietnam they were gonna send these tapes to his wife and Martin King would not punk I love him for that he said you do what you gotta do and I'm gonna do what I have to do they sent the tapes to his wife that's how rotten this government is they wrote him letters trying to encourage him to kill himself. This is the government. And when he wouldn't kill himself, they killed him. But they can't kill that spirit. They killed Prophet Noble Drew Ali, but they can't kill his spirit. They deported Marcus Garvey, but they can't deport his spirit. They killed Malcolm. Is it they, Farrakhan? Yeah, whoever they were. It wasn't me. They killed Malcolm. Elijah Muhammad lives. 
Jesus lives. Moses lives. Abraham lives. The righteous live because you can never kill the righteous. You can only kill the body, but that mind jump into somebody else. So don't you be afraid. When you leave here today, you go out of here convinced that there is a God. Because if there wasn't, Farrakhan would be out of here. But I'm here, brother. And I got news for you. By the help of God, I'm going to be here. And no matter what they do against me, I'm going to be the winner. I can assure you, I'm already the winner. Don't you be afraid. Challenge whatever it is that frightens you. Challenge it. How do you challenge it? Just say, I'm not going to bow down to it. I'm just not going to bow down to it. Your heart beating, your blood pressure's up, but I ain't going to bow down to it. Start with little small things and keep on graduating to the big thing because the big thing is Satan himself. And if you put your trust in God, you will overcome Satan. And to those who overcome the tree of life, do you have faith that you can do it? Then if you exercise faith in God, faith in God will help you challenge your fear. So you got to develop faith. Keep on developing your faith. It's like a seed, but it must be watered. It must be fed. And it will grow strong till you're so strong in faith that whatever you envision, you say, be. And it is. I know that's right. Because I do it all the time. There is nothing, nothing that I want that I cannot achieve. Nothing. You didn't hear me. Nothing. Nothing. This is where the power is. It's in the dome, brother. Who you got in your dome? You got some chump sitting on the throne in your dome. Overthrow that punk and throw him out. Throw him out. And invite the king to come in and sit on the throne. You say, God bless this home. Christ is the head of this house. How can he be the head of your house if he's not in your head? Don't you want him in your head? See, 
<laughs> you jiving. <laughs> See, if Christ is in your head, do you know how much power you got? Yes, Say, let this mind be in you. The same that was in Christ Jesus. Do you know what that means? Put the real king on the throne in your dome and surrender to the rules and laws and the government of God and unseat this old false government that's tricking you every day with the way you think and let God guide your life and I guarantee you in 30 days from today you won't even know yourself so don't tell me you're poor I don't want to even hear it. I ain't got no job. I ain't got no money. That's because you ain't got no sense. <laughs> but you get the right king on the throne in your dome and believe that you can go out from here and make an honest wage and try him. Try him and see if he God. Call him by his name. His proper name is Allah. <laughs> call him by his name. He'll answer by whatever good name you call him, but you try Allah. Turn your face toward the east. Which way is east, man? The way the sun rises. Get up, you'll find out. And the next time I see you, you will tell me how you challenged fear and God gave you a victory. And you challenged fear and your faith in God grew. And then you started dealing with truth. And from now on, whenever you can tell a lie, stop and speak the truth. And don't add to or take away from. Just tell it just like it is straight. And every time you do it, you'll get stronger in the truth. And before you know it, lie will become so distant from you. You'll hate lies. And before you know it, people will say, one thing I love about sister so-and-so brother so-and-so I don't care what it is man you can trust them they're gonna tell the truth and people will begin to talk about you in the neighborhood and say yeah he ain't like the rest of them now that Negro used to tell lies all the time but something happened in his life he must have got religion or something and even in the gang man Take these principles and work them. Strike at fear. Build up faith and put the right king on the throne in your dome. And when you put him there, be sure to respect him enough to follow his rules and his laws. The fear of God is the beginning of it all. May God bless each and every one of you.
Thank you for listening as I greet you in peace. Assalamu alaikum. There it is. There you go. <laughs> All right, now let's hear it. Raise your hand if you got something that you would like to share. Raise your hand if you got something that you would like to share in the chat. Well, not in the chat. Y'all know what I mean. <clears throat> Y'all know what I mean. Let's start off with Brother Wesley. Fear, faith, and truth. Assalamu alaikum family. Uh, this is definitely clearly why this is like top five in my list, might be even top two uh, when it comes to the lectures from the minister, because it's so relevant. It's always something that I'm able to pull from this every time. Uh, what, what stood out the most for me today was uh, just stating that Allah created everything on the basis of truth. So how can we how can we think we can sustain our life living a lot? Um, and then also when he spoke about how uh, when he spoke on Jordan and how CEO of com CEOs of companies may come around and people start skinning and grinning and, and and start changing up who they are. And that's their kingdom. You know what I mean? So we want to make sure that we are making sure that Allah is on our dome, that we're doing what we're supposed to do based off of what God wants us to be doing and not bowing down to these so-called kings of the world, not bowing down to our fears back on that again. And just always for me, striving to be fearless, striving to be full of faith and always standing on truth, because that is how we get our security. We don't get our security from trying to be um, protecting ourselves from consequences or what people are going to think after you stand on truth or speak truth or doing things based off of truth. And then understanding that the highest law that we need to be bowing down to is Allah's law. And not the, you know, we respect the law of the land, but when it conflicts with God is where we can no longer go along with that um, particular uh, law as well. So I'll leave it at that. As-salamu alaykum. alaykum. Yes, sir. Uh, I see somebody asking about the recording. So this is live, y'all, on my YouTube and Facebook. Um, you can go watch the replay. You're actually, if you text nation to the number, we send out a replay every day. Um, also, you go tune in to the to the recordings. Well, they kind of behind. They, they they behind because we release them every day. But on Apple Podcasts or Spotify as well. Um, so that's where you can go watch the replays at. You know, it'll be on my YouTube channel. Just go to the Power Call playlist. All of the Power Calls that you've missed from the past, you can go rewatch them. And we got some good news coming up. Uh, that I want to share with y'all at the end of this. So everybody don't start leaving. I know how y'all do. As soon as the minister get off, y'all don't want to hear nobody. You get to leaving. We got some. We got some. We we we, we want to announce at the end. Okay, so don't go nowhere. Let's let's go to brother Daniel Six X. Yes, sir. Like a second, what brother Wesley said. This this to revisit this is going to further aid me in my struggle in the internal jihad. To, to continue to make truth the foundation of my life. Um, I didn't realize how foundational truth was to character. To be honest, I didn't realize how important character was. Because like the minister said, when you spit in the truth and you can repeat the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, it, 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 it empowers you, makes you feel powerful. 
But I didn't realize that not making that the foundation of my internal work. I didn't realize how lacking I was in my development from not making truth actually the foundation of my life. So uh, a certain trial, well, a trial of divorce made me realize that I had not established that character, that foundation that I needed to be a better Muslim. So I nursed this message and I decided that, you know what, I'm going to have to start from square one. But if I'm going to start from square one, it's going to be with what exactly the minister says. It's going to start, it's going to be with the truth. <laughs> and I started to work it. And he said 30 days. I bear witness. Just trying to do it for 30 days and literally looking at my own thought pattern and saying, man, all this, all this thoughts coming from that's against what really needed to be said. I didn't realize that the thought pattern was so rooted in technology or what the minister referred to as Yakub Labor. I didn't realize it until I really looked at it. I'm saying, oh man, this but the war was on and to be honest, 30 days did do a miraculous uplift of the spirit. Now it's been probably about going on two years and it becomes a habit. And it's, it's going to be confronting because you're going to be confronted with insecurities. But once you get a taste of what beauty, a good, a decent character and truth establishes, you're going to keep up that fight. Now, the fight does get hard. But we're in this fight to, to win. And Satan and the internal enemy is no punk. So, you know, it's a beautiful thing. I love the message. The essentials is, I mean, this is some sound, sound, sound guidance for the development of one's soul. So that's about all I got to say on it. It's just very, very powerful and definitely appreciate what Allah is doing through you, Brother Ben, because this type of message here, it is just straight, raw, hardcore truth to help us reflect God. Some like great, brother. Wa salam. Let's go to Sister Yolanda. Hi, salam alaikum. Uh, one thing that stood out for me, and of course the whole message stands out when the minister mentions how he carries his atmosphere with him. I carry my own atmosphere with me, whether that be fear and then me carrying that fear, what I attract to me. If I carry myself standing on my foundation and having the king in my dome, as he mentioned, they 10,000 soldiers, armies, or whatever it was came. I fear not whatever comes my way. Um, whatever comes my way, whether I feel like I'm strong enough to handle it, or I'm like, okay, wait a minute. The fear may be presented with the king in my dome. I'm going to strive to do my best to persevere through it, no matter what it looks like. Things, they can look a little funny, and I can start like, okay, how am I going to make it through this? But regardless, if I had that fear, it restricts me. But having the king in my dome, I shouldn't have no restriction because I have three back in me. So it may be one step at a time, a little bit by little bit, day by day. But I have to continue to persevere, as brother just saying, 30 days I bear witness. 
30 days, you can bear witness. And then when you bear witness, it becomes a natural thing for you. Whatever comes, you just be like, oh, okay. whatever comes, you're like, okay. Remember who's in your dome. The king is in my dome. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. All right, nobody else have anything to share? I don't see any more hands up. Uh, so if y'all do not, I want, okay, there we go. All right, now let's go to uh, Sister Randisha. Assalamu alaikum. Um, sorry, I'm trying to work on a timer issue that we're having here. But, um, you know, this is one of my um, favorite lectures, you know. And um, <laughs> it's funny because my son was sleeping while he was listening to this lecture. And he woke up and bear witness and was like, yeah, the devil got to stop telling a lie. <laughs> so um, I just think that, you know, as it relates to fear um, during um, Ramadan, I have promised myself January I gave myself some time to do some things and I say you know what this year I'm going to make sure that I I pray I fast I do all of these things right and then it just so happened brother Ben that you just had the Ramadan call and I've never been so committed to something in my life you know I start I don't finish I start I give up because I think I'm not worth it so I say you know what I'm definitely going to make sure that I fast, I pray, I do everything. And every day I was on that call, going through everything, through wisdom teeth being out, through my mom being on drugs, through everything in my life. Like it was just, everything was just crumbling. It was, I, I, I couldn't get over it. And I had a dream of four snakes, right? The first snake I was able to beat, you know, was small. The second snake, you know, was a little bit more of a fight. The third snake, it was a little bit bigger. So, you know, I had to hit it in his head with an axe. And then that fourth snake was so big. It was like an anaconda that fear, like the minister said, fear crept in. And I had to call on a guy because I know I couldn't beat that snake by myself. But, you know, when we when we talk about fear and these things is, um, you know, I've always been fearful. Because back in the day, I couldn't fight, right? So I had to learn how to fight. Um, and when I first went into the classes, I'm not really much of a talker. People talk to me, but, you know, I, um, I'm a really to myselfer. You know, I have that only child syndrome. So I stay to myself because of fear of what somebody can do or just letting people in. But, you know, I had to step out on that faith. And God told me this year that as long as I could save my mother from drugs, right, he said, listen, don't worry about what's going on. He said, I'll make sure he, th this is him talking to me to God after Ramadan. He said, listen, I'm going to make sure you are right, but I have to use you for something. It's not going to be easy, but I'm preparing you to go through the, the fear to step into faith because I am the truth. I am the way I am the light. So that's just my testimony. Yes, ma'am. Boy, I said, ain't no more hands, boy. Everybody put their hand up. Oh, God. Um, one, one of the things that stood out for me was when he says uh, he was talking about the backing of Allah. And if he has the backing of Allah, he says, if you don't back me, it don't matter. Because you can't hinder what God wants. And if it's, a, if it's within his will, it's going to happen. And we're going to watch... Uh, or listen to, because I haven't seen a video of it yet, but we're going to listen to on one of these power calls, a lecture called The Season of Allah. 
And it talks about how when you're, when whatever you want to do is in line with his will and in his time, there is no power that can stop whatever he wants to bring or whatever you are wanting to bring that's in line with his will. So what that makes me think of is life don't have to be as hard. Just strive to seek his will, not what we want to do. I know we got our plans, but it says a lot plans. Even in the Bible, it says that a lot. I mean, God has, well, same God has his plans for us. So if if we are in line with his will, man, it ain't nothing for us to worry about. It will happen. No pun intended. It will happen. If the way that I want to become successful, if if he blesses it, it's in his will and on his time, ain't nothing nobody can do about it. So you got God on your side, so it don't matter who on your side. It don't matter family members on your side or not. It don't matter. Long as God is on your side, it's going to be successful. So we just have to, like the minister said, have our faith in him. And if we have our faith in him and it's on the right time, it's the right thing, it will be successful. And I want to say uh, to veggie back off of what you said, Sister Randisha, uh, about being consistent. I guess I have been consistent in some things. But I haven't been at, that was my first most consistent Ramadan as well. I've read the most that month with all of you all than I've ever read. Getting up on the call like that, that's the main, shoot, that's probably the only month. (laughs) Well, I guess all these months afterwards, but that was the beginning of the only month uh, outside of getting up maybe around 10, uh, you know, for a call that I've gotten up for a Zoom call like that. And um, I think it's good that we started off with God, right? Because we want to be consistent in other areas of our life, of course. But, shoot, I think it's good that at least we can say, man, the, the first consistency that we have, you know, I know many others shared that same sentiment. Man, this is the best Ramadan. This is the most consistent Ramadan Man, I done just Ramadan because we all was doing it together. We was able to, man, this is the most successful I done been trying to accomplish it. So it's good that we've been able to uh, start that consistency off with something that deals with God. And that's just a reminder that uh, it's the reminder of the Ummah. It's the reminder of our unity, of our brotherhood and sisterhood, what we're, what we're able to do when we do it as a collective. And how all of our energy kind of flows together and we all can kind of hold ourselves uh, accountable, you know. So that that that's dope. And the fact that this, that I mean, that has led to this power call. For those who don't know, this power call is literally from that Ramadan. I said we came up with an idea one day, really probably like a day or two before it even started. Man, let's just do it on Zoom. Pop that Zoom open. We're going to read together. Help you read. You ain't got to do all the reading yourself. You reading alone. And man, look at what that thing has turned into. Over 60 plus episodes of the Power Call stemming from Ramadan. So man. Amazing. That's amazing. (laughs) Let's go to Sister Jamie. I'm like, um, dear family. This message was so 
fulfilling. One of the things that stood out to me was he went into character. He said he don't care what you were on the outside, the truth of what's in. Man, he, he hit on that so hard. And I love that part because so many of us wear a mask and and we wear this falsity, this this other person that we really not. But then when we go into inside our book and really start reading our book, and I mean, and that's what we don't want to do. We don't want to go in and read our book. But when we really go inside our book and see what's inside, we're like, oh, that person, who, who's she? You know, because I always joke with my children. I said, there's two of me. I said, there's a Jamie and then there's a Jahada. The Jamie is the old me, the one that came from Chicago, that one that used to party, that used to kick it, that is very disobedient. But the Jahada, the righteous me, is the one that submits, the one that says, Allah, Wakba, the one that's on that five, that five a day prayer. That's the one that I love the most. And she doesn't present herself as much as that Jamie present herself. Remember what I said yesterday about the stronghold and the stranglehold. See, the Jamie, been, she was she was there prior for 27 years. And she did what she wanted to do, how she wanted to do, when she wanted to do. But that Jahada, she's a little bit more refined. And all of us don't want to go into that refined side of ourselves. And I love Jahada. I love Jahada because Jahada, she... She fearsful. She 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 walks on truth. That jihada, she walks on not lying. That jihada, she prays five a day. That jihada, she humbles herself and she she submits herself to Allah God. So I love it when he said, "Look inside yourself." That character, go deeper into yourself, open up yourself, understand who you are. She said, because when you don't stand on truth, you don't stand on nothing. You a liar and a murderer. Not only do you lie, you you murder just the very thought of your brother and sister. You murder and you even steal their very consonants because they sit up there moving off the lie you told them. So I just, I love how he really delved into this lesson and that's all i wanted to say family may i like continue to bless us to just keep um this men this one of these lectures like this on our and our forefront assalamu alaikum thank you uh do, 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 do. we got sister brianna All right, I uh, don't hear her. Let's go to brother, uh, brother Dion. Assalamualaikum. Waalaikumsalam. Yes, sir. Um, so much that can be said in regards to hearing uh, the lecture. But one thing that stands out in particular uh, for me, you know, keep in mind that, you know, you're uh, a brother that does for self. Uh, likewise, I'm a brother that does for self as well. And us doing for self also ties into fear, faith, and truth. Because by doing for self, it removes fear and it can remove fear. It also ties into faith and allows you to speak the truth. So 
Um, I think that, you know, entrepreneurship, but mainly doing for self is also a vital aspect that ties into fear, faith, and truth. Probably much can be expounded on in regards to that. But I just wanted to share that. I've been doing for self for over 30 plus years. And, you know, I can bear witness that that applies, um, you know, to that directly. Uh, you know, regards to fear, faith, and truth. I just wanted to make that statement. So like, well, like, Salam. Sister MK? Assalamu alaikum. I uh, put my name as Melva on there so that you can see what M stands for. Oh, uh, Sister Melva. Sister Melva, yes. Mm -hmm. Assalamu alaikum. <clears throat> I did want to piggyback off of what oh, Sister... Oh, we're going to do the piggyback. We're going to visit back. Yes, off of what Sister Jahada was talking about um, in terms of taking off the mask. Uh, we've been, you know, under so much programming in this system of things in terms of all types of karmic programming, societal programming, ancestral programming, all types of programming. So, yes, there is a mass, and the teachings help us to throw that mask off and get to delve in deep on the inside to see what is within us, to see the real um, person inside and then begin to walk in that truth, to walk in integrity. That does not mean that, I'm speaking for myself, that I won't slip. But when I do, I realize that I didn't, I wasn't honest with myself. I wasn't honest with my truth. Because that messenger inside will say, sister, something here doesn't feel right. Something doesn't feel right. <clears throat> Excuse me. But because of the desire to have a certain thing or whatever, you don't listen to them. I didn't listen in a particular instance to that still small voice, that intuition, and then fail. And then when I fell and realized what happened, I went to Allah because Allah was watching everything. But I came clean to Allah that, you know me, I'm totally exposed to you. You give me the strength to even call your name. So you saw what trial I was under. I failed. Please forgive me. So it is so true that we have to speaking of myself again, go in and see what it is that we are hiding from ourselves and bring it up into the light of day. Just wanted to share that. Thank you so much for this call. I really, really appreciate all of the feedback that comes from everybody and the teachings. And this, um, this particular video is one that I've studied. And every time I hear it, it's like I'm hearing it for the first time. Thank you again so very much. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. All right, let's go to Sister Brianna. All 
right, we're going to try going once. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> you hear we can hear you. Okay, pause me. I try to get get on the mic and it ended the call. <laughs> Are you on Bluetooth? Um, I am. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Can you hear me? Yeah, it just seemed like he was on Bluetooth. Okay, yeah. Um, Something he said when we first started talking for like the first 10 minutes. Are you able to come uh, off then, Bluetooth? That's why I was asking because you're coming in a little oh. muffled. Hold on. All right, there we go. You guys should be able to hear me yeah, better, better now. Yeah. Is that better? There that's we go. Headphones are all the way down. <laughs> Sorry. Um, something that he was saying in <laughs> he said that us women, of course, men too, but us women will eat our feelings. And you know, I've been telling myself, I've been doing it lately, but I've been telling myself like. How can I say I want to make it to the hereafter or help a lot and all this stuff? And I'm eating all hours of the day, not abiding to how to eat to live, right? Like we have to help him help us. And if we are, if our body is working overtime for, for us to just be normal when we have everything here, right? We all know the stories, people that have, uh, quote unquote cure, not even quote unquote, cure their diabetes or hypertension or whatever, whatever um illness they were having just by eating our once a day, our prescribed meal. Right? Let me see if I can look at these notes, but I'm definitely at work. <laughs> Let me see if I can just pull it up really quick. Should be right here. He says that uh you can you can he said you can have the foundation, but do you live it? It doesn't matter the good words that we're speaking if we are lying to ourselves, right? Because you can lie to yourself and you can lie to anybody else. Way easier. Um, he said, don't speak well and have no character. Like, that is so strong. We don't want people that just tickle the ear. We want people that are living their words. Uh, but how to eat to live, you know, he says that once we control that, then we can control other aspects uh it'll be easier so uh, we're getting there we're getting there what something else has helped me just like i said yesterday that i don't want to be a slave to my emotions i don't want to be a slave to the food because i know you feel in some type of way or whatever and i'm telling you just thinking about being a slave <laughs> i don't know about y'all but it helps me out like <laughs> i don't want to be a slave to anything so praise be to allah <laughs> Yes, ma'am. Brother Jeremiah. Assalamu alaikum. Alaikum One thing that I took from uh, when the minister was speaking was him um, speaking on truth, uh, being truthful with yourself. Um, the way we were raised up and brought up over a period of time, we were not brought up on any type of truth. So we don't know anything of the truth. We know what we learned, but what we learned was technically not the truth. So coming into the teachings, um, the teachings is based all off of truth and it's backed by science and mathematics also. So the, what we have to do is practice the truth that we have put in front of us. Um, it first starts with self, though, um, because if you can't, like the sister said, if you can't be truthful with yourself, you can't be truthful with nobody else. 
So it first starts off with uh, practicing truth. Uh, the minister also stated, he said, uh, a good student is one that practices what he studies. So if we are practicing the truth, then we will eventually come into the truth. We'll become truthful with ourselves. But it first starts with us. It's not nobody else. So uh, I thank you for this call, Brother Ben. It's very inspirational. Uh, early this morning, getting getting all of our day started. Um, and those are my comments, dear brother. So I'm like, Salam. Praise be to Allah. Up next was Brother Wesley. Assalamualaikum. I just had a brief moment. Um, one thought I forgot to say as well, but I just I love this lecture so much as well because I was so fearful of people not accepting me for who I was. And I've always been this person, but I buried myself in a lie of who I thought I needed to be for other people. And I and as the uh, minister brought up how nothing in this universe is supported on a lie. And I realized that everything that I was attempting to do in that false sense of self all came crumbling down every time I thought I was getting progress. I always had a setback. Every time I thought I was getting some type of benefit, I always end up losing that benefit. And as I'm continuing to grow into who I really am and continue to show who I really am, I, get, I continue to see lasting benefit that come as well. So I just wanted to add that point as well, just to bear witness on that. Assalamualaikum. All right, and then we're going to close this thing out with Brother Daniel 6X. Well, at least this part. Yes, sir. Uh, Sister raised a good point about how to eat to live. I was thinking of the role that that plays in the principle of truth. The minister said that the body is a truthful creation. Everything we eat is truth. So the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said that the hereafter, my followers, start with one meal a day. So that particular discipline and that dietary law it's part of the orientation of the mind from falsehood back into truth. And it's not ironic that the national fast starts today to help reset our system and lay that base for truth. So um, I realized that I just really started trying to do strictly one meal a day and I'm trying to master. It. It's not easy, but um, it's definitely playing a major role in reorientating the mind, the body and the soul. Who's, who? <laughs> did you get clipped? Go ahead. Uh, meet you. What? I don't know. When did it cut off? Uh-uh. No, I didn't do that. Go ahead. Oh, did I? What was what, what was heard? I was talking. I didn't know it was. Oh no, you, you you just went out and like literally five seconds ago. Oh, okay. Yes, that's all I wanted to say about eat to live and that the national fast is this week and it's 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 synchronized with the role that how to eat to live plays with or reorientating the mind, the body, and the soul in that great principle of truth. Yes, sir. Thank you. So what I wanted to announce, family, is we got the app up. But we're not gonna we we're not gonna we're not gonna release it just yet. We got some tweaking we gotta do. All right. So uh the admin team, we're gonna have a meeting, we're gonna check out this live stream feature. So we got, we got, we, you can create your own profile. You can message, you can make polls. All oh, it's going to be, it's going to be neat now. Uh, however, um, you know, we still got some kinks and stuff like that. We got to work out. Um, and next week we may be watching the, the series on the app. 
Okay, because we can live stream right in the app. I said, ah, <laughs> uh, because this this what I want to watch next week will definitely get me banned and terminated on YouTube. I already know because that's how one of my other channels got tapped. So uh, this one, this message next week, always going to be an important message. So don't miss next week. Uh, however, uh, we, I'm going to strive to we're going to work through the kinks this weekend and try to see if we can get everything working and flowing correctly. And next Monday will be our first time watching that thing together on the app. So stay tuned now on your phones, okay? Because once we get it solidified, once we get it solidified, we're going to uh, text it out and we're going to put it in the Telegram uh, so that you guys can 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 download it, okay? And 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 get to working on it. Will we have a monthly fee? Uh. Yes, so we'll have two ways for y'all to do it. So uh, let me go ahead and end this Zoom so we can talk uh, in the stream so we can talk intimately. So everybody who's tuned in on YouTube and Facebook, we appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, just text the word nation to 833-276-7174 if you all would like to get uh, access to the power calls every Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Uh, Central Time. Assalamu alaikum.